Blessed Thanksgiving Day to you all. Uh, Thanksgiving has always been a very special time in our family. I'm sure it has been for you. It's first and foremost, of course, a time to give thanks to God for the many ways that He has blessed our lives. In our family, it's always been uh, a very special time for family to gather uh, around food, of course, and, and around good time of conversation. We haven't always had extended family nearby, so we've often had friends over for Thanksgiving. And it's always been a delight to be able to catch up on, on past events, share memories from the past, but then also make new memories and, and talk about dreams of where things are going in the days and weeks ahead. And uh, we get done with our Thanksgiving meal, and I always say the same thing to my family. I look out to them. I move my hand down over my tummy and I say, I am so full. You say that too, I am so full after eating a huge meal. Yes, don't we all tend to overeat at Thanksgiving? I found this little uh, bit of humor called signs that you ate too much on Thanksgiving Day, okay? So I'm giving this to you in advance, so maybe you can use it to moderate your eating a little later on today. Signs that you ate too much on Thanksgiving Day. Number one, the doctor tells you your weight would be perfect for a person 12 feet tall. Signs you ate too much. You are responsible for a slight but measurable shift in the earth's axis. Paramedics bring in the jaws of life to pry you out of the easy boy. Signs you ate too much. The potatoes you used set off another famine in Ireland. Signs you ate too much. You receive a sumo wrestler application in your email. Mm, not a good thing. All right, you set off three earthquake seismographs on your morning jog on Friday. Not a good thing. Okay, pricking your finger for cholesterol screening only yielded gravy. All right, you probably ate too much. That rash on your stomach turns out to be steering wheel burn. And finally, signs that you ate too much on Thanksgiving Day, representatives from the Butterball Hall of Fame called twice. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe we can all moderate our intake uh, this day of Thanksgiving. I am so full indeed. I am so full. You know, when it comes to Thanksgiving, what you're full of matters. Now, of course, I'm not talking about food. I'm not even talking about baloney, if you know what I mean. What you're full of matters. What I mean is hinted at in the title that I gave my sermon for today. It's a question. Are you grateful or are you grateful? I'll explain what I mean. Again, when it comes to Thanksgiving, what you're full of matters. You see, if, you're, if you are grateful, it means that you are full of gratitude, of thankfulness. Some people are truly grateful. Others are of the second type, however. They are great 
full. That is, they are full of how great they think they are. And you see, this second way of being is more than just an ego problem. When someone is full of themselves and how great they are, that leaves very little room for God and therefore very little room for thanksgiving. What I'm talking about are the people who believe that their personal success, their prosperity, their wealth, their accomplishments in life are all merely the result of their own greatness. That is, their own talent and ability and their personal drive to succeed. Now, don't misunderstand. We are not dismissing the value of hard work and determination. Those are good values to retain, of course. But here's the issue. If I believe that all of my success in life is merely my own doing, then I have no need to be thankful to anyone, including God. In fact, in that particular scenario, I make myself my own God. And now we have a very serious problem, the ultimate sin, making myself God. You see, friends, the truth is no one achieves anything on their own. We didn't get to where we are by ourselves. If you take a real honest look at how you got to where you are today, you have to admit that someone else helped you get there along the way. No matter how smart you are, no matter how educated or talented or energetic you may be, someone else helped you along the way. There's someone in your life that deserves a thank you. I think about my own life. When I was a kid, I was pretty shy. I'm basically introverted by nature. I was a pretty shy kid. And I remember my Sunday school superintendent, Mrs. Ewald, who was also in charge of Vacation Bible School, when I was about 11 and 12, gave me opportunities to help out with Sunday school and Bible school and organizing the materials and taking attendance and all of that. It, it gave me opportunities to begin to do something in leadership. My high school youth leaders gave me opportunities to be in front of people to share my faith and, and become comfortable in doing that. When I got to college, professors took me to a whole different level of understanding of the Bible and, and, and what it means. I, I credit my communications professor and English professor, Shram, in teaching me how to write and how to do public speaking in a way that the hearer can understand what is being said. I think of Dr. Robert Holst, who taught me Greek and Hebrew and, and took me to a deeper understanding of the Bible. I think of Dr. Eric Keel at the seminary, who opened up my understanding of how geography and history and archaeology ex ex explain and expose the true meaning of the Bible in wonderful ways. And most importantly, over these last 38 years, it's been my wife who's supported me and been my greatest encourager. So many people have helped me along the way. Who has helped you? 
to get to where you are today. I want you to, in your own mind, think of at least one person that helped you along the way. You have that person in mind? Now, I want, you to, I want this to be real practical, so I'd like you to turn to whoever you're sitting near and share with someone next to you who that person was and how they helped you. Take a few moments right now, turn to the person next to you, share the name of that person who helped you and how they helped you. Go ahead, take a few minutes. See, the worst part of this sermon is that I have to interrupt all those good conversations. (laughs) But isn't it so true? Someone helped us along the way, and probably, if we're honest, it was more than one. It was many, many, many people who helped us get to where we are. But the real truth of the matter, friends, is that behind all of that is God. Think about it. God put those people in your life to help you. God provided the resources for you to be able to move ahead with your goals in life. God gave you talents and opportunities to use those talents for the good of life. God gave you this marvelously complex body with the most amazing control center under your skull so you could apply your creativity and your thinking skills in ways that lead to success. Really, if you think about it, God deserves the credit for all of it, for He is the giver of all good gifts. And really, that's what thanksgiving should be about, giving thanks to God, the giver of all good gifts. But when we are grateful, that is, full of our own greatness, We blind ourselves to the true giver of all that we have. You see, with ourselves at the center of attention, there is no thanksgiving because there is no need for God because it's all about ourselves. That may be part of the reason that Jesus was very clear to correct his own disciples as we heard in today's gospel reading from Mark chapter 9. Let me read just a couple of verses again from that story. It says, After they arrived at Capernaum and settled in a house, Jesus asked his disciples, What were you discussing out on the road? But they didn't answer because they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. (laughs) You can just see this. Jesus asked them this question. Now, he knows the answer. He knows what they were doing, but he puts it to them. Tell me, what were you discussing there out on the road? And, of course, they all just kind of, hmm, hmm, hmm. Oh, he got us. They didn't say anything because, yeah, they had been arguing about which one of them was the greatest. The disciples had become rather grateful 
And Jesus then went on to teach them about servanthood and about putting others first ahead of themselves. And throughout his three-year ministry training those disciples, he taught them about one of the key characteristics of those who are truly grateful, and that is humility. If you think about it, it takes humility to admit that you have not achieved your success on your own. It takes humility to acknowledge that others have helped you along the way. And it takes humility to say, thank you, thank you. And perhaps that is the most important lesson for us on Thanksgiving Day today. Friends, humbly acknowledge that you would not be where you are without God and His love for you. And out of that humble recognition of the goodness of God, give Him thanks, for He truly deserves it. In today's epistle lesson we heard a moment ago, St. Paul reminds us of our greatest reason to be thankful. Philippians 2, I'm going to read just a few verses. He wrote, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had, though he was God. He did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. By the way, the, the meaning of the Greek phrase there means he emptied himself. He gave up his divine privileges. He emptied himself. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. And when he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in, in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Now there is our greatest reason to be grateful, thankful on Thanksgiving Day. Jesus, who is God himself, emptied himself of all of that and came into this world to become one of us precisely to give his life on a cross for you and me to wipe away the effect of our sin and through faith in Jesus to give us the assurance that we have eternal life awaiting us in heaven as a gift. And he rose from the dead to guarantee all of that and assure us that we too will rise again one day. We have the greatest reason to be thankful. I said earlier that when it comes to thanksgiving, what you're full of matters. And friends, I pray that more than anything, on this Thanksgiving day, you are full of Jesus and His love for you. For you see, with a heart full of His love, you can't help but be also full of gratitude to Him. May you and your family celebrate Thanksgiving with truly grateful hearts. And may you move your hand from your tummy up over your heart and say, I am so full of Jesus and his love. All thanks be to God, the giver of all good gifts. Amen. May the peace of God which passes human understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.